Bardock Cafe is sponsored by Dragon Master Games. You can find collectibles and TTRPG products on their online storefront. We're also partnered with Metallic Dice Games, where you can find high-quality dice and dice accessories. Use the code BARDROCK at checkout for a chilling 10% off your order. Finally, you can support the show directly by becoming a member of our Kofi. Scare up monstrous rewards like exclusive bonus content, tarot readings from Rook, and special TTRPG games with the cast. Find all the relevant links in the show notes, if you dare. Hello, and welcome to this special Halloween episode of Bard Rock Cafe, Monster Mash. I'm Paul, and normally I play Brock Song, the glitch Noble who gave up his charmed life to pursue his dream of being a bard. Tonight, I'm going to be your dungeon master. Joining me, we have two regular cast members. Uh, we have Kadisha. And uh, for those of you not familiar with the show, Kadisha plays our rogue Rook. And, and Justin, uh, who normally plays a deer, will actually be reprising his role of Holidays, the Holiday Paladin. Yeah. Uh, pronounced holidays, as in all of these things. I just butchered it. But yeah, it's spelled holidays, pronounced holidays. I thought it was like holiday, like, you know, the holidays. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's, that is exactly the joke. He is, okay. he is very specifically a paladin of Santa. <laughs> Reg- yeah. Regardless of what holiday it is. <laughs> and then we also have two guests joining us. Uh, first, we have coming from Nia Royal's House of Pricey Cardboard and her own Twitch channel, we have Davy Jones. Uh, Davy, you want to tell us a little bit about yourself and your character? Hello, uh, I am uh, playing a bard tonight for the Bard Rock Cafe. Um, her name is Luna, and um, hopefully we'll be able to do some nice things. <laughs> it's <laughs> We'll see, I haven't played a bard in a while. We also have joining us from TTRPG Twitter. He makes merch, he composes music, offers sage social media advice, and so much more. We have Matt, aka Dungeon Glitch. Can you please tell us about yourself and your character? Sure. Hey, everybody. I'm Matt. Uh, yeah, you may know me from all of that stuff that, uh... <laughs> you know, I always blush anytime someone talks about me. Like, I'm, I'm so, like, bad at it. Uh, so, thank you. Um, yeah, I'm going to be playing as uh, Jin. I'm playing a rogue for the first time in a long time. Um, and I'm breaking my streak of fighters and monks. Very excited. He's a uh, he's one of those, like, rich kind of thieves. Just kind of does it for the thrill. going to be great. Not great for fighting, but uh, he's going <laughs> to notice a lot. That's, that's, that's his thing. He just knows. He knows this stuff. That's it. And then for those who are not familiar with the show, tuning for the first time, maybe because you follow our distinguished guests, we have a thing, a uh, shtick on the show where we have wild magic for every character, similar to the wild magic sorcerer from the player's handbook. Uh, whenever a player rolls a natural one, they roll two D100s and take the worst result from my wild magic table. If they roll a natural 20, they roll two D100s and take the better result. Whenever a player casts a spell, I will roll a D20 behind the screen, and if I get a 1 or a 20, I will have them roll a single D100, and they will get whatever result they're stuck with. Normally we use magic tables that vary by character class. I have a Halloween theme going on today. Uh, and at this point, I do want to warn anybody listening, this episode may be a little bit less for the faint of heart than normal, because with some Halloween tropes, there are too many things on my magic table to name. Uh, viewer discretion is advised. With that out of the way, let's dive in. It is the Night of the Grand Rebel, a festival of music and debauchery in Waterdeep that's basically a city-wide party with many citizens in costumes and many more doling out treats. 
Rook, you are not participating in the festival this year. Instead, Felix has asked you to meet him at the front of an abandoned noble manor in the south side of Waterdeep's north ward. As you approach, you see he has two colleagues with him. Rook, so glad you could join us this evening, he says. Hi. What's going on? Who are these people? Uh, these are my colleagues, Luna and Jin. Uh, as is the ca- often the case, these two owe me some money and have agreed to help me with a little job. Uh, you see, this manor behind us has been abandoned for several years, and the city is scheduled for demolition. I have a good authority there may still be some valuables inside, and I would like the three of you to recover them. Uh, Rook, I know you prefer to work alone, but because of the size of this manor, I would really like to have some extra people to help cover your work. <sighs> yeah, yeah, fine. Um, what's the catch, Felix? And as you ask that, you hear the sound of a pipe organ, and coming from around a corner, you see your old friend Holidays, the Winter Shield Paladin of Santa, appear. Huh? Ah, Rook, my good friend. So glad to see you again. Um. On this most joyous of nights. Um, is this the right holiday for you? (laughs) Isn't this the wrong time of Uh, year? Of course not. It is, it is always a holiday somewhere, and uh, his, his normal armor with, like, the, the, the red and green is completely replaced with, like, almost a pitch black with orange highlights, and there is a, a pumpkin emblem on his shield. Rook doesn't say this, but she thinks it's, it's actually pretty cool. Um, she just kind of looks it up and down, the new armor and everything, and says, Oh, cool. Tis, indeed. Uh, yes, Mr. Holidays. <laughs> Pleasure to meet you, Felix, the uh, cat merchant. Holidays pets the cat. <laughs> <laughs> you know, sure, Felix brought a cat with him. He's not himself a cat. Okay, I thought you just said cat I, I merchant. Sell, so. I sell cats and cat accessories. And nothing okay. else. Wink. Anyway, to Rook's question what the catch is, uh, this property is long abandoned, but it's also suspected to be very haunted. <sighs> belong to an eccentric noble family. Uh, you might know them, the Adams family. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> now I know. <sighs> so. I, so this is the game we're playing, huh, Paul? <laughs> <laughs> what do you want? You put me in charge of prepping this. <laughs> so I have come for the family that was both creepy and kooky. I love it. Uh we'll deal with what we gotta deal with, I guess, Rook says. She's seen a few ghosts in her life. Her short life. Alright, well if none of you have any other questions, get on with it and I will meet you when you return. And Felix just walks gently off the side, out of your guys' immediate corner of your eye, and then he just disappears. That's a weird fella. Yeah. He's not that bad. <laughs> <laughs> okay, if you say so. So. So what are what are we supposed to do now? Like It's haunted, but we don't have any other information. What should we do? do I, what do you suggest? Do I know anything about this place? Anyone who wants to go ahead and roll me a history check. Okay. Sure. 15. History. Oh boy, okay, it's gonna be probably bad. <laughs> oh no, it's a two. <laughs> but not a one that's relevant. Alright, 
part. Uh, I got a 15 as well. Frickin' holidays, you're going with, uh, 15. Okay. Uh, holidays, uh, you're going with 15 good for you. Holidays got a 10. Or, holidays got a 10. Alright, so, with two 15s, uh, you know that the Abbott family, as I said, they were a creepy and kooky noble family. Mm-hmm. Uh, their house is also a museum of sorts <laughs> of all of their family's long exploits. Uh, it is a, you can see from here, it is a three-story tall manor, probably including a basement that covers several acres. Uh, the family collected oddities from around the world of Faerun. And you suspect that while the people, it looks like it's already been turned over by looters a few times, and you also know from Waterdeep's property rules, because this property has been labeled abandoned, they don't really care about people walking in and taking stuff, so you don't have to worry about like the guards arresting you. So historically, this seems to be some kind of personal domicile that was also a museum, but apparently no one also cares that we take things, so are we really stealing anything? We're really just like picking at weird stuff. Do we want to go together or split up? I think we should uh, we should go together. I'm not fine doing this on my own. Uh-huh. Suit yourself. <laughs> Alright. So before you, as you enter the courtyard, Victoria Gothic House is visibly disrepaired with faded paint, overgrown vines along the outer walls, several broken windows. You can see the front door flapping around in the wind, completely unsecured. Well, it's certainly creepy. I'm just going to start walking in. <laughs> All right. Is anyone? Everyone else just going to follow Jin's lead? And just walk straight through the front door. My rapier is at the ready. All right. Um. Yeah. We're going to walk. Really. F- f- go ahead. I'm <laughs> not so sure what I'm doing here. Yeah. So if you get a good look at uh, Jin's rapier. It's. It, it looks pretty normal, except it has a lot of gold inlays of eyes. Ooh. Very cool. Rook and Olides, are you also following through the front door? Oh, of course. Olides will attempt to take point, but it can be easily forced out of the way. <laughs> Rook is going to hang back, but uh, basically be at the back of the line. As you enter the foyer, you see immediately front of you stairs going to the second floor. To your right appears to be what was once a lavish dining room, Followed by a door you presume is going to the kitchen. Adorned along the walls in this room are six large portraits, each of a different member of the Adams family. And besides the door to the kitchen, you see two other closed doors in that room. To your left, you see what appears to be a parlor with a study to the far side. Uh, faded tapestries adorn the walls of the parlor, and a worn, ornate rug is in the center of the parlor. All of the furniture is in shambles. I want to check out the tapestries. Um, in the parlor. Alright, uh, roll investigation. So Rook is basically, like, touching him, she's got, she's she's kind of pulling him from the wall, trying to see if there's anything behind him. And I rolled, uh, 11 plus 8, which is 19 total. Alright, with a 19, uh, you investigate behind each of the three tapestries on one side, and you find Mm -hmm. nothing. Uh, and then you cross the floor to the other side. How... Uh, how would you go about exploring the room? Are you like just hugging the walls? Or are you just pulling across? Um, so there's like three on one side and then three is on the complete opposite other side of the parlor. I mean, it's a parlor. Yeah, I would just cross. I would just cross. Correct. All right. Uh, Rook, uh, 
Now you are going to. <laughs> oh, jeez. I don't have that exact stat block. <sighs> As you step on the faded rug, it rises up and starts wrapping itself around you. <gasps> oh no! Uh... The rug of smothering comes to life, and it is going to attempt to smother you. Is Rook within 30 feet of me? Of Jin? Is Jin still in the foyer? Yes. I uh, will say you're narrowly within 30 feet. Alright, so uh, my rapier would have prevented you from being surprised. Alright. So as Rook goes to step on it, the rapier makes a very loud alarm sound, warning Rook, and you have time to move out of the way. I am jumping back, because I hear a loud noise. Alright, the, uh... Alright, so the rug misses its attack on you because you moved, and now there is a rug, and everyone will go for initiative. Oh boy. Oh boy. Oh boy. Eight. Oh. Oh yeah! (laughs) Nice. I rolled a nine. Oh, nice. Alright. Nine. Jin, twelve. Luna, twenty. Roll for the rug really quick. And the way I do initiative for the sake of expediency is we aren't going to roll it 20 times. Griffin's going to keep their initiative score for the rest of the evening. Uh, Smothering Rook also rolled a nine, but I'm guessing Rook's dexterity is substantially better than Rook's. So I'm just going to go ahead and put the rug after Rook in initiative order. Well. All right, now, Davey, you rolled a natural 20. Can you do me a favor and roll me two D100s? Oh, boy. (laughs) Okay, I rolled a three and a six. All right. Yay, first wild magic of the night. Luna. (laughs) I'm scared. Uh, You feel yourself gain the innate ability to take on an ethereal state for the next minute. Oh. At will, you can pass through objects while moving, become invisible as an action, and gain a flight speed equal to your movement speed. You can use your reaction to become intangible for a round of combat. That's so cool. The other result was wacky. This one was good, and with a natural choice, you get the better one. Yay! (laughs) That's so cool. Yeah. Luna, you are up. So I'll get my rapier out and attempt to attack. Alright, go ahead and roll an attack roll. 19 plus 3. That definitely so that's hits. 21. A4 uh, plus my flat, which I don't recall. I yep. think it's dexterity, yep. right? Correct. I, so it's going to be plus 3, so it's 7. Alright, the rug takes it. He did like, did like, not like it. Take that rug. Way to cut a rug. <laughs> and right. um, that's all I'll do. Alright, Jin, you were up. So if I'm within 30 feet, so I should be able to get the uh, movement. Rapier is out. Um, I'm going to come to assist. And yeah, I'm going to follow up and just use my rapier as well. well I got one attack. Total of 15. That does beat the rugs of armor class. You might be surprised to learn a rug is not that tanky. <laughs> oh boy. And you are next to rook, so you do get sneak attack. Yeah, yeah. Four for my total damage, and then sneak attack of eight. So a total of twelve. Alright, the rug takes it. The rug looking like it. Rugs don't bleed. This rug looks bloody. <laughs> <laughs> That's disconcerting, then. 
tatters. That is the correct term. No, I like bloody. Like, rugs don't bleed, but there's blood on this one, but only after you stabbed it. <laughs> exactly. There's, like, green jello coming out of it. Anyway. Uh, that was Jin, so now is Rook. Alright, so you know what's really funny? I also have a rapier. <laughs> rapier party. I'm gonna pull out my rapier and I'm gonna slash this thing. Teamwork. Makes That's it. Right. And I rolled a 19, 12 plus 7. Yep, that and will You also get sneak attack. Let's see, roll 1d8 plus 4, and that's... <laughs> I rolled a 1. Wow. Yeah, so 1 plus 4, I did 5 little damage. With my sneak attack, it is 20. Alright, the uh, rug falls to pieces and is gone. With my sneak attack, it is 20. It got its one uh, one attempted attack that you dodged thanks to the weapon of warning, which is going to make all the jump scares <laughs> in this mansion very inconsequential. I always take good, it. <laughs> good weapon choice. And uh, Rook, you finish investigating with your prior investigation roll with the tapestries. You find nothing behind any of the tapestries. And uh, further inspection of the room I'll give you with your previous investigation score. There's nothing else of interest in the parlor. If you wish to go to the study, that would be a separate I'll investigation. That way. Yeah, yeah. Um. I, yeah, I can All go. All right, guys. All right. Uh, Jin went there first. Jin, would you like to investigate the study? Oh, rolled a 19. A total of 28. Yeah! All right, with the 28, you see that the bookshelves have been stripped clean of most of the valuable books. And the drawers in the desk for the most part have also been gone through. You do find one locked drawer. It looks like someone tried Jimmy in the lock at some point, but couldn't make it work. You get the impression if there's anything valuable left, it's in that drawer. Oh, uh, is the lock still uh, functional? Can I give it a shot? Yeah. The lock is still intact. It looks like whoever it was wasn't so incompetent that they broke the lock, so you're okay. Alright, and that's uh, sleight of hand, I believe. Uh, it should be unless you have proficiency in thief's tools. I do. So you double your proficiency in that one, I think. is Or not proficiency, yeah, expertise in thief's tools, I meant to say. Either way. Cool. Yeah, so it's the dexterity-based check. Oh, sure. So... Whatever your modifiers are, roll it. I'm sure it's going to be a high number. Uh, yep, I have an 18 total. Yeah, an 18 total, you jim that lock, and you find 100 Ooh. platinum pieces. Holy smokes. Like, well, I think we're done here. <laughs> <laughs> Mission over. We, we found a thousand gold worth of platinum. Felix will be fine. <laughs> what? Did Felix say we needed to return all of this to him? Is that is that what we agreed to? Or does he not know what we're going to find and then therefore we can divvy this up amongst ourselves and then pretend that we found some, a little, perhaps, crumbs? Luna and Jin, you each owe Felix money, and uh, you know without rolling a history check, you owe Felix more than a thousand gold worth of money. So while you could pocket this for yourself, it would pay your debt much better. So be it. That is all you see in the foyer and the study. All right. So what's in the dining room again? Uh, there are six large paintings featuring the different members of the Adams family. You have the matriarch and patriarch wearing a fine gown and a fine suit. You have appears to be their son and daughter. The son has a short blonde hair and is wearing a striped shirt. The daughter's wearing a more conservative outfit and has pigtails. You have what you would assume to be some sort of uncle who's a balding man wearing a brown coat. And, for lack of a better description, a ball of hair with sunglasses. <laughs> yep. Um, 
I, I kind of want to go and look at the pictures, see if, I don't know, I notice something odd with these pictures, you know? Alright, Luna, roll an investigation check. Yes. Oh, God, I rolled an eight. With an eight, the first painting, you go to look behind it, you accidentally take it off of the hand. Oh, no! Roll dexterity saving throw. <laughs> All right. It is, it is worth noting that anybody within, I think, 30 feet of me, anybody within, anybody within 10 feet of me gets plus five to all oh. saving throws. Gosh. Are you within 10 feet of Luna at the moment? All it is is staring at the, at the picture of Cousin It with his head kind of tilted, not understanding modern <laughs> art. <laughs> But I think I'll I'll think I'll be fine even if you're further because I have a plus six in dexterity and I rolled a seventeen, so I think that's twenty four. Yep, that's good. Luna rolls out of the way just in time for the painting to go splat on the ground and the frame to crack. Uh, there was nothing behind that particular painting. Uh, I'd be like, ooh, <laughs> sorry. This painting is now broken. My bad. <laughs> My bad, everybody. <laughs> It's fine. We can pay for it with the money from that chest. I mean, I I don't think they're gonna mind though, cause it's haunted. It's uninhabited, you know. But it's more sorry for this care that I gave you. All right. Would anyone else like to roll investigation? Yeah. Is there like a cabinet or a something something? Uh, you do see off in the corner by the kitchen what appears to be a china cabinet. It looks like it has mostly been stripped clean of all the fine china. Uh, roll investigation check to see if you find anything. Okay. Checking out the cabinet. Uh, 11 plus E, 19. Yep, you find there is a locked drawer. It looks like it'd be a silverware drawer. You're guessing there might be pieces I'll of give silver. It, I'll give it a shot. I'll give it a shot. So that then there. Oh, I have my gloves. Okay, so wait a second. So that's 7... I got a 20. I rolled a 20. Oh, God. Yeah, natural 20. All right, so you jimmy that lock open so expertly, <laughs> it almost looks like it wasn't locked at all. And you find an entire uh, drawer of silverware. You estimate based on the amount of pure silver in there, it's probably okay. about 500 gold pieces. Hey, check out this sweet uh, gear. Now the fun mm -hmm. part. Mm -hmm. Roll 2d100 for me, please. <sighs> Let's see, let's see, let's see. 97 and 8. So I want to let you guys know there's, yeah, the, one of them is mildly bad. The other one is mostly okay. just funny. So we're going to go with the funny one. Rook, as you finish jimmying the lock and bag the silverware, you feel nausea wash over you as you start dry heaving. Uh, several hundred gold coins come shooting out of your mouth in a pile on the floor. Oh, God. <laughs> It's not no. the match to gather in cards. <laughs> not at all. Oh, that felt like crap. Uh, however, upon closer inspection, you see like, that they are actually wait, chocolate. This points. is helpful. Keep keep is going. <laughs> <laughs> Rook picks up one of the chocolate coins, unwraps it, and eats it. You gain one temporary. Oh, no. oh nice, yo. <laughs> Looks like there's about 20 pieces of, cho of chocolate. 
the rest of them just like look like they're fake fool's gold. Like there's 20 chocolate pieces and a bunch of like worthless might as well be bottle caps. Like they're also the the like gold foil, but there's no chocolate inside them. They're they're fake. Exactly. <laughs> that sucks. Exactly. It's like we've got lots of junk candy and like 20 pieces of good candy. And uh, you get the impression that if you eat them, the temporary hit points from this candy will stack rather than normal temporary hit point rules. Uh, so you have 20 temporary hit points worth of candy. You nice, out. nice. I'll take five. You guys do whatever you want after that. Um, I can take five. Sure. Okay. And we can save them, save the other ones for later. Holidays gets no candy. Holidays? No, he will decline. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> there are, in fact, five pieces of candy left for later. It's, you're only supposed to eat candy at the end of the night. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so that is it for the dining room. Uh, there is one door. Uh, there are two doors, I'm sorry. There are two doors in the dining room besides the kitchen door. I mean, let's let's go kitchen. Traditionally, dining rooms and kitchens mm-hmm. are like the most haunted rooms in a place. Yeah, I'll follow holidays and Luna. All right, you go in the kitchen, and it looks like it's been stripped pretty clean. Uh, there are some loose pieces of silverware, but they're clearly cheap steel and wood, so nothing of any real value. Uh, you do see a single painting hanging beside the the uh, cabinet, and because it's just one painting, we can roll in. Oh, yeah, check for this particular one because you are checking all the paintings. There is a safe behind it. Hmm. We need a we need a master uh, safe cracker. Would anyone like to give it a shot? I, mean, or should I, I can just try. Go? I've been practicing, you know, uh, to to look like you guys. <laughs> okay, so let's try this. Like clo- I I put my right, ear uh, on the safe to try, you know, to really hear hear how it goes mm-hmm. um sarah rolled an 11 and i uh do you want me to go slate of and or yeah. okay so i have yes. plus nine in slate of and so it's a 20 but not natural yeah with a dirty 20 you're able to crack the lock on the safe you open it up you see a collection of gems uh those of you who are experts at stealing stuff like rook and mm-hmm. gem thief would know that these gems look like they're worth about 500 Damn. gold pieces. We're gonna Not a bad haul. Thank you. Thank you. I'm very, very proud. <laughs> Alright, so we're gonna be filthy rich when we get out of here. <laughs> Jimmy scratches his head. We're gonna die. We're not gonna be able to leave this place. <laughs> 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 and then All we right. will haunt the next people and the cycle will continue. <laughs> 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 Alright, is there something else in the kitchen that uh, is noticeable? Uh, there is a door going to the backyard, but other than that, nothing. There's a pantry that's been stripped clean of food, including the cold area. It looks like this place has already been very ransacked, except for the couple of things that are well hidden or locked. Nobody competent with locks or looking for hidden things has been in this house, apparently. Okay. Uh, so the only things of interest that you've seen on the first floor are the two doors you did not explore in the dining room. Let's check them out, right? Yep. Let's go. Alright, who wants to check out door number one? I'll give you a shot. open it up, it is a coat closet. These, it's been stripped clean of hangers and everything. It's just a rack of people who used to hang their clothes. Nothing exciting. 
Yeah, I just poke around at it with my rapier. Alright. Alright, who wants to try door number two? I mean, I can go. I can try. Alright, Luna, you open up door number two, and you see in the back of this closet uh, a broom leaning against a wall and what appears to be a treasure chest. Okay. Um, I'd like to check the, uh, check the chest. Really quick, how, where are you standing? Where's the weapon of warning standing in relation to this closet? I assume we're all together, but... Right, well, you're checking one closet. Did you go to the other end of the room with them, or are you, like, are you guys doing this at the same time? Oh, I, I, if, if we're not doing it simultaneously, then I'd absolutely be with them, yeah. All right. Uh, you take a step into the closet, you reaches for the, uh, chest, and... The weapon of warning makes another shrill noise, warning you not, not to... Not again! But, and, yep, and uh, you manage to get out of the way just in time as the door slams and would have trapped you inside the closet with a... Yeah, you hear rumbling around. There is a chest you can only now presume is a mimic and a broom rumbling around in the closet, trapped. Oh, God, this filthy place! Next thing we know, we're what gonna end up, like, face-to-face with spiders! Ugh! <laughs> Guys, I'm very worried about something. What is it? This place has been stripped clean of everything except treasure. Which feels like the first thing that you would take. Well, it just seems perhaps they didn't bring a crowbar. Yeah, maybe they just sucked. (laughs) Or maybe... (laughs) I don't know, there's something at bay here. There's something happening for sure. But what? I'm sure there's nothing to be worried about. I'm just gonna keep walking. Holiday, holidays, roll and oh boy. check. Why am I good at that? Eleven. <laughs> yep, you you can't put a finger on it, but something does feel strange about the situation. Uh, do you all make your way upstairs, or are you looking for entrance to the basement? What are you doing next? I don't want to go to the basement, guys. What are we thinking? (laughs) Top to bottom? Bottom to top? Top to bottom, I guess. The furthest away from from spiders as I can. (laughs) Okay, hear me out. (laughs) What? I feel like... God damn it, this is stupid logic. Obviously, if there are ghosts and they have no bodies, they are lighter than us and thus must go up, and so shall we. (laughs) Oh, I like that a lot. Yeah, sure. Up it is. Yeah. Up is down anyway, right? Let's do it. To the stairs. Alright, what is the marching order up the stairs? I'll go first. Yeah, all of these will be somewhere in the front. I'll be at the back with my uh, crossbows drawn. Alright, I'm in the middle. Alright. The second floor, as you approach it, has a series of interconnected hallways that seem almost maze-like, lined with closed doors. Uh, at the top of the stairs and across on the far side of the hallway, you see four suits of armor total. At Jin, as you crest the threshold of the top stair, your weapon of warning makes a shrill <laughs> noise in response to being proximity to the armor. Ooh. I was going to point them out with the blade. Say, uh, be wary of, uh, of these boys. Do you think you think we can get past them? I bet I could, but we probably should just 
don't know, destroy Beat them or cover up. them or... Uh, the, uh, is there like a rug that we're standing on by any chance? Like a long... There's... Trail rug. Uh, yeah, 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 a trail rug. That's the word I was looking for. Thank you. Yes, there is a trail rug that goes from the stairs to the far side of the stretch of the hallway. Uh, the, the armor is not standing on the trail. Cool. Like, what if we wrapped him up like Scooby-Doo style? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Good idea. All right, cool. I like this idea. Let's start drawing the right, rug so back. All right, so you draw the rug back, and you're going to attempt to wrap one of the armor suits Yeah, in sure. It. See what happens. How big is the rug and how close are the suits? Can we get them all together? No, there, so there's two suits here that are on opposite sides of the stairwell, and there are two suits on the far okay, side of the right. hallway. Oh. So you you could probably get two of them if you like spread it like ten feet wide and push at them. So you need like two, like probably two or three of you work on this maneuver for that, that to work. Good. Yeah, that's fine. Team I'll work. take one in. Yeah. All right. Uh, Someone roll me a sleight of hand to see how well you tie up these suits of armor. Oh, know, I right? got you. Ah, <laughs> uh, 22. Alright, 22. The rugs the, uh, look very restrained. However, these suits of armor do come to life and start fighting against the restraints. They'll have a DC 22 uh, strength check in order to break out of nice. the rug. The other two start start making their way towards you from the far side of the That's a good rug. That's a good That's rug. That's a real prize. Yeah. <laughs> so we resume initiative order and now that the two not restrained ones are coming at oh, you no, 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 uh, no, Luna no. <laughs> uh, Luna you are up first there are two restrained uh, armors that look like they're going to try breaking free on their turn and there are two uh, probably about 60 feet away from you since the armor shumbling towards you from the far side of the hallway okay. um, I'll try to shoot one of them with my bow Oh, I'm not so sure though if they can hear me though, but I wanted to try to vicious mockery one of them, but <laughs> not so sure a suit of armor can hear me. Uh, if you want, before you try it, you can roll. Let's go with Arcana to see if you know if an animated armor would be a people with okay. damage. Uh, Arcana. So I rolled a 14, and I think I have a plus zero. Uh, if you're a bard, you should have at least plus one. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, uh, 15. Uh, you get the impression that because this is an animated object and it doesn't have actual ears, it won't be able to be exposed to psychic damage. You get the impression the thing doesn't have a real brain. Alright, so pretty much everything that I had here is not going to work, so I'm just going to try to shoot it with my sharp bow. Okay. Um, does 14 hit? 14 does not hit. The arrow whizzes past the armor and embeds itself in the wall behind it. Alright. So it's 60 feet away. Yeah. We'll say it's like 50 feet away since it started moving before I put his back in the ship order. Yeah. Okay. Do I have anything else that could be on unanimated? I don't think I have anything. I could try to dispel magic. Alright, are you I see you use right, your action to attack yeah, yeah, spell yeah, yeah. magic? Okay, cool. Uh so I'll probably do that next turn then. Uh yeah, so I don't have anything else then. Alright. Uh Jin, you are up. 
Am I still uh, dealing with this rug, or am I free to just... You guys have finished binding the two sets of armor in the rug. You are rug free. All right, cool. Um, I'm going to assist and go after the one that's already engaged as well. Um, see if I can help out there. And, uh, just wheel this rapier around, and let's do some needlework. All right, so it is about 50 feet away, oh. so you'd have to because um, they're coming from the far side of the hallway. Uh, I will use my cunning action for dash. Alright. And uh, that should cover it. It should. Now, there are no enemies in melee with it because uh, Luna made it thanks so you not get sneak attack. Oh, I get you. Okay, right. Unless, yeah. Cool. Just letting you know. Um, oh, so if I run over there, I'm going to be the only one in combat with it. Alright, so yes. I'm going to uh, just go up 30 feet and prepare to dodge. I'm going to use a dodge action. Right. See if I can bait these things to attack me instead of you. All right, and then they get Rook's turn. Okay. So, uh, first thing I want to do is I want to shoot. I'm going to aim for one of the suits of armor that's coming towards us. Yep, right. with my hand crossbow. Hand crossbow number one. A 19 plus 7, that's 26. That does hit. Okay. You will not get your sneak attack because there's no one that's legit. Let me give you that's alright. 1d6 plus 4. I rolled another 1. Damn, my damage is going to be low. It's 5. Did 5 little damage. Alright, it takes it. And there's now an arrow coming out of the visor of the helmet. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> So the next thing, is it possible for me, for my, to ready, <sighs> no, I don't think I should do that. I think I'm just going to shoot it again. I'm, All right, offhand crossbow. That's it. I'm shooting him again. I rolled an 18. 18 does okay, it. Okay, phew. Roll one deep thingy plus four again, and that's an eight damage. Alright, the armor takes it. There are now two arrows poking out of the Pew pew! And I think that's my turn. Alright. Now the armors are up. Uh, rather than roll two checks for the armor separately, I'm going to just give it advantage on the strength check to break the rug. Uh, 21 was the higher roll. The two ones stuck in there are restrained. So they cannot move. However, you can still take actions while restrained. So, uh, Holidays is standing right there, so the, the uh, they're going to attempt to whack holidays. They can try. <laughs> 16? Nope. 22. Oh, yes. Four bludgeoning damage. Okay, cool. That was, that was the first of them. The second one. 21? Yep. Seven bludgeoning damage. And their final slam attack will not hit them with 11. I assume this is just like a long series of headbutts since they're bound. <laughs> exactly. They're Body just... slams. <laughs> exactly. Alright, so that was them. The uh, damaged one is going to move uh, 30 feet closer. It's now 20 feet away. You know, they're going to stop it. The two suits of armor are going to take the dodge action. They're going to get directly in melee with a dodge dash action. They're both going to get in melee on either side of Jin. However, because they took the dash action, they cannot attack. Cool. But now there are two of them flanking Jin. All of days, you are now up. 
Um, okay. So, since everybody else seems to be focused on the other two across the room, all it is is going to stay right here, and he's going to take his his big and flat rapier, by which I mean a longsword, and <laughs> shove it into, or attempt to shove it like straight into the helmet of one of these guys. Let's just say the one on the right. Roll attack at advantage because they're restrained. Right. Twenty-four to hit. That will hit. Does eleven damage. Takes it. And second attack. Twenty-five to hit. And ten and ten more damage. Hit. Yep, that piece that suit of armor is looking pretty bad. And just just for good measure, I'm gonna cast Shield of Faith on myself. Like those two hits are a little close for comfort. Yeah. All right. All right. I believe that is Aladis' turn. So uh, Luna, you are now up. The two suits of armor are much closer now. You could get in melee with them. They are in melee. All right. Uh, so yeah, I'll go. In, I'll get in melee and try. Yeah, I wanted to try to dispel magic on. Them. Okay. See if that does anything. Right. Uh, which, uh, which suit of armor are you targeting? There is a healthy unbound one, a damaged unbound one, a healthy bound one, and a damaged bound one. Uh, I want to try the healthy unbound one. Alright, you cast a spell magic. Uh, give me a second here. Uh, you proc wild magic. But you do successfully cast spell magics and that armor just falls to a pile. Good. Ooh. Uh, so roll me one d100, please. 38. Uh, you feel your heart stop beating. Your flesh go cold. Your insides are an extended length. You now have a strong thirst for blood. In addition to your normal racial features, you have the vampire lineage. What? What? <laughs> Did I just become You're a just... vampire? <laughs> um. It's <laughs> <laughs> like forever. You don't know. Oh, shoot. That's so weird. Okay, um, I guess I'll <laughs> add that to my sheet. <laughs> cool. I... The main thing is you get a bite attack now, and you regain hit points when you use nice. it. Nice. Also, you are considered undead for effects such as healing spells. Okay. Well, I think I'm going to take a minute to uh, process the, the, the fact that I'm now undead, <laughs> and um, I'm not gonna do anything else. I'm kind of proud that the suit of armor is gone now. Yeah. Alright, so that was Luna's turn. Jin, you are now up, and uh, you actually, everyone else watched as uh, this transformation happened to Luna. You watched the teeth extend, uh, the skin kept visibly clammy, the color drain out of her skin. Or, I mean, I was a drow, so... You're, you're a drow, so... <laughs> so, I don't... <laughs> I, whenever a pale drow looks like you, now look like <laughs> the the color that you get from having warm blood in you. I don't know what that would. Look like. uh, I'm gonna be like a real, really uh, pale taint of gray. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're a light, slightly lighter tinge of gray. Now. Oh my! I have. So is, is, is anyone else in combat with the ones near me? I believe Luna said that she did get closer to it to cast a spell magic, so I believe you would get your sneak attack. 
There's just the one near you because she dispelled it. And she, oh, so it's just, it's just one now because one is. Yep. One is just a pile of armor. All right then. Yeah, let's go for it then. So I'm just going to. Uh, this rapier just comes flying across as a uh, just a bolt of light. Oh, another 19, 25 to hit. That will hit. Never gonna get this now wild you do magic the attack. <laughs> I'm scared of casting damage. spells now. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, the armor is still standing, barely. It is shambling very unevenly, like it's having trouble staying standing. Alright, Brooke, you are up. There is one really bad looking suit of armor, and the two that are bound, one of them looks like, again, armor doesn't bleed, but it looks bloodied. Okay. <laughs> Messed up. The one that looks like it's almost gone is almost gone. I'm going to switch to my rapier and I'm gonna swing at. I'm gonna go for the suit that Holidays went for. We'll join forces. Alright. Alright, and because Holidays is right there, you will get sneak attack if you hit. Yay! Okay, let's see. Let's see what's up. I got this is 19 plus 7. I got it against 26. Dice Warriors just love giving that number. Yeah, like right? And that total damage is 21. Uh, that suit of armor falls to a pile of armor on the ground. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, because you bound the two suits together, the rug also falls to the ground. The other suit is now longer restrained. <sighs> oh. Oh, uh, you had advantage on the attack of the strain. Do you want to roll again just to see if you get a natural 20? Sure. So, like, the original attack roll? Yeah, yeah, just do the, sure. just do the attack roll again. Uh, no, I didn't get it, so. Okay. The, the, the rug fell. The, the other, is the other suit of armor, like, right next to me? It's on the other side of all of these from you. Okay, I got you. You are not in melee with it. Alright, alright. Cool. I'm gonna disengage just so I can get a little distance from it, and I'm gonna end my turn. Alright, are you moving uh, towards the other damage suit of armor, or... I guess, I guess. I okay. Just, yeah, sort of, to get some distance on it. Somewhere vaguely out of melee for both of them. That's gotcha. it, yeah. <laughs> Alright, the incredibly damaged armor is going to take a swing at Jin. Two swings, actually, because it gets two attacks. Let's do it. Jin does a 16 hit you. Yes. Oh. Four bludgeoning damage. Alright. Still have that temp HP. Yep. So I'm still one above. The natural 20 probably hits you. Um, let me check. Unless you have mithril armor, in which case you won't, they won't crit on you. Yeah. Alright, so you're going to take 13 bludgeoning damage oh from that second slam. Cool. Well, that's a good one. Alright. And then all of these, the, uh, the healthy armor is going to go at you because you are the closest. Cool. A 10 will not hit. And an no, they will not. Absolutely. Alright, so that was that. Uh, after the baddies is Alanis. This free one, it, it can't remain, so... So, I'm gonna I'm a just take... I'm gonna take two smacks at it again. Yeah. Does a 12 hit? Does not. How about a 9? 
Nope. Oh no. Okay, hold on. I have something else, but I need to see. Do I have to hit with an attack? No, I don't. Rook, how far away from me are you? I don't know. How far away am I? I'm in between two suits of armor, so what's that yeah. mean, Paul? Yeah, the two suits of armor are about 20 to 30 feet apart, so Rook's standing like 15 feet from each of them, so you're probably like 10 feet from Rook. Okay. I am going to use my bonus action with Shieldmaster to shove this suit of armor five feet and try and like position it between me and Rook so that we're flanking it. Okay. Cool. Man, make an ultra suggestion sure. for you. You guys have this thing grappled in front of the stairs. I could just push it down the stairs. Is Are we that close to the stairs? Is this like immediately on top of them? But literally, it was standing on either side of the banister at the top of the stairs. You guys just tie them together. Oh, hell yeah. I'm going to shove a, a suit of armor down some stairs. <laughs> <laughs> What's the check for that? Is it just happening because you're Yeah, thing? it, it says, if you take the attack action on your turn, you can use a bonus action to shove a creature within five feet of you with your shield. Mm-hmm. All right. So you shove it, and it's like a flight of stairs, so I'm just going to roll 2d6. It's going to take that much bludgeoning damage. It'll be at the bottom of the stairs. <laughs> takes 11 bludgeoning damage as it tumbles down the okay. stairs. He is now at the foot cool. of the stairs. And I'll go ahead and say it's prone. Did it, it's did prone. it like, cartoonishly fall apart into its various pieces? <laughs> and then they reassemble. Yes, it's like <laughs> the uh, Guardian Armor Kingdom Hearts. Alright. Alright, so all of these you slapstick comedy to fight for <laughs> yeah. it was great. Uh, that's, that's the end of my turn. Uh, Luna, you were up. Luna, there's one very damaged armor facing Jin, and then there is one prone, mildly damaged armor at the foot of the stairs. I don't think I can buy a suit of armor even though I want to try my new teeth. (laughs) 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 We have have a blood in the stone situation right here. I mean, you said it kind of looks bloody though, so I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. We do have a rug here. I I mean, mechanically, it would still work. Let me pull up how the damn pier works. Because I'd like to see that, <laughs> honestly. <laughs> you can suck blood from a suit of armor. <laughs> right? You can suck part of blood from a suit of armor, assuming they're made of iron. Ah. Yeah, there we go. So there's, smart. There's, right. there's your bullshit science reason. Thank you. <laughs> Vampiric Bite. Uh, your bite is a natural weapon, counts as a simple melee weapon. You add your constitution modifier instead of strength. To the attack and damage roll, it will deal 1d4 piercing damage, and if you're missing half or more of your hit points, you gain advantage on the attacks made with the bite. When you attack with the bite and hit a creature that isn't a construct or undead, uh, you can empower yourself. Uh, let me see if this is a construct or undead. It I to say, these are constructs, yeah. These are obviously constructs, I won't make a roll for it. So you don't get any fan- fancy, but if you want to bite it just for funsies. Alright, so I think I'll try to bite, because I'm like, oh, what the? I'm still figuring out my teeth. I'm like poking them. I'm like, oh, gotta try them out. <laughs> so it's yep, so a d20 plus yeah. con. Uh, so I rolled, oh, it's not going to hit. It's a plus, th- uh, it's going to be 13. I don't think 13 hits. 
13 does not hit. You chop down, your teeth do not quite pierce the armor. I'm just like, oh, okay, it's not working. <laughs> it's not working. Uh, I'm just going to massage my gums and be like, oh, okay. Um, I don't have anything in uh, bonus action, I think. I, I will remind you that giving people bardic inspiration. Yeah, I can I can do that. That's for yeah. sure. Yeah, so, yeah see, I'm not telling you you have to. I'm just like, you have that available. Yeah, place. for sure. I can give that. Who's attacking after me? It's... Jin. Okay, so I'll give a bardic inspiration to Jin. Thank you. You're welcome. Mm. Alright, and now it is Jin's turn. There's one really shambly looking armor in front of you. Uh, do I still have uh, advantage? The uh, flank you yeah. still on? You do. Cool. Let's wrap this up. Uh, only had another rug. Let's see. Yeah, that's not gonna do it. What's the second one? Here? Don't forget, you have bark inspiration if you want to. Oh, I might actually need it here. That's what a D D four or D six? Uh, at sixth level, it should still be a D six. Okay. All right. Cause I have a twelve. So let's see what we got here. Uh, does a 16 hit? Does not. Alright, I tried. <laughs> uh, I'm going to... No, I'll maintain. Alright. Uh, Rook, you were up. There's one stubborn, almost dead piece of armor <laughs> in front of Jin. And at the foot of the stairs is a mildly damaged one that is prone. Mechanically, if it's prone, you do have advantage on it. If you want to shoot it from the top of the stairs, you will still Yeah, I was thinking about it. I think that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to go to the top of the stairs. I'm going to do my hand bozer. I'm going to take him out. I'm going to pew pew that prone jerk. 1d20 plus a 7. I rolled an 18 total. Alright, is that with your advantage? Oh, shoot advantage. Let me try it again. Yeah, Sorry. actual advantage. Um, yeah, no problem. Okay, with advantage, with, with, the highest is 22 total. Yep. Alright, so that will hit, so go ahead and roll your damage plus sneak attack. Alrighty, alrighty. And that's 12. Bit of a... Right, 12. It takes it. It is still standing. Or laying. It, it's not on <laughs> you can tell. I got it. So uh, I'm gonna shoot it again for funsies. All right. Um, I yep. do, is it an advantage? advantage? Sorry. Yep. It is prone, so you have advantage attack. All right. Cool. I'm guessing. Oh, shootily doodly. I got I rolled a crit. Twenty. All right. We'll roll your damage, and then we'll see oh your double the damage. Goodness. That's the crit. Oh yeah. Roll the damage dice twice. I think that's actually. Yeah. I can do roll it. all the damage dice twice. Uh, roll. Okay, cool. Thank you. 2d6. And you have your sneak attack. That's... No, this was the offhand. Yeah, though. I wish. It's 13. Uh, the armor falls to pieces. It's gone. <gasps> yes. All right. Now roll me 2d100, please. All righty. That is 18 and 90. And 90? Yes. All right. Right, these are both really random. I'm going to give you the one that I think is funnier. You watch as four teenagers and a great Dane run by, chased by what is clearly a middle-aged real estate developer in a bad master costume. <laughs> well done. Whoa! All right, that was Brooke's turn. The one shambly piece of armor is going to take two swings at... Actually, it's going to take two swings at uh, Luna. Hey! 
Does a 16 hit you? Uh, yeah. <laughs> For eight bludgeoning damage. Oh, okay. And then second swing. Does a 14 hit yes, you? Yes, it does. I'm squishy. Yep, and that's going to be another five bludgeoning damage. Good thing you had that five temp HP. Yeah, right? Okay. So down to 37 health. And that is the last surviving suit of armor's turn. All of these put this armor out of its misery, please. Uh. Oh God. How far? It's way too far away from me. It's only like thirty feet away. <laughs> I have javelins. Yeah, I'm just. I'm gonna. I'm gonna <laughs> hurl or hurl this javelin like across the room. All right. That's what. I just want to throw this out there, though. You've been throwing a javelin. There are two of your allies between you and it. If you will not one, that's fine. Uh, thirteen does not hit. One more. That's a natural one on both of the attack and damage rolls. All right, you deal one damage to uh, Jin. Evens or odds? Uh, odds. Uh, you deal one damage to Luna. Hey. Sorry. <laughs> what did I do to you? I was hoping. Get your aim straight. All, right, all of these. All, right, all of these. You just hit one of your allies in the back. Please roll two d one hundred for me. Uh, forty, four zero, and twenty two. Really funny. It's supposed to be the worst results I see here. Twenty two would have been great. So you're gonna get 40. okay. All of these. You feel your heart stop beating and your breath stop. You're not a damp here. You're just undead until until uh, the effect ends. Uh, you feel your skin become cold and clammy. Uh, your heart beating stops. You're no longer breathing. You don't need to eat. Healing spells no longer work on you. Uh, all of these collapses to the ground. Can you not be undead? No, but he feels that like it, his his heart stopped beating. Therefore, he's dead. Dead people are on the ground. <laughs> That's how this works. <laughs> oh, holidays. <laughs> right, logic. Tell us to check to see whether or not you know you can still function as a living creature. I don't know if he does. I don't know if he does <laughs> know that. Wait, so we. Right, well, are we still right, on so All of these falls down. Uh, yep, because the uh, all of these did not hit the thing, but that was all. All his turn. All these falls on the ground and is prone, and <laughs> all signs is dead. Uh, Luna, you are up. All right, um, so which one is not dead yet? The one that has almost none of its HP left that you two both tried. Uh, three different people tried and failed to Okay, the one armor. that I tried to bite, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yes, the one with like very slight tooth dents in its Yeah, shoulder. yeah, I see the markings. Uh, so I'm just going to, out of spite and rage, just... Sh- get out my rapier and really try to slam this dude. Like, why don't you let me bite you, mother fricker? Um, you can curse on this podcast. <laughs> yeah, we have explicit tags. You can, say, you can say the fuck word. The fuck word? Okay, motherfucker. <laughs> uh, you know, she wanted to show restraint, you know? <laughs> that was just character choice, okay. Does 18 hit? 18 does, 18 does okay, hit. Okay, so hopefully it damages him enough. That's almost full damage, so that's 10. 
Yes, the armor collapses into pieces. She's just gonna kick it when it's on the ground. I'm just gonna be like, yeah, take that. <laughs> Alright, so you are back out of initiative order. Ology's laying on the ground, visibly lifeless. Vi- visibly still breathing, by the way. No, oh, actually, I don't breathe? You do not breathe. Oh, okay. Nope. <laughs> nope. Uh, it, are your eyes open? Your eyes would still show. Yeah, yeah. His eyes are open and he's like looking around. Okay, so we see him looking around, so I'm not going to try to it's, heal him. It is obvious to everybody except Olides that he is still alive. <laughs> He's just, like, not over the fact. I'm going to be like, it's going to be okay. Look, I have big teeth. You have, you know, nothing good. But <laughs> going to try to cheer him up, like, from this situation. You can still do things, you know? <laughs> Hopefully. I. <laughs> ah! Vampire! And he gets back up and draws his sword again. <laughs> <laughs> Notoriously naughty creatures. I'm not oh gonna hurt God. you! Alright, all of these roll me in our game. I love rolling right? intelligence checks. Oh my, why are these the only things I'm good at today? 17 with a negative 2. <laughs> the 17, you are, uh, you remember that you dealt with wild magic in the past, and this is probably because when you walked in here, Luna wasn't a vampire, and now they are, they didn't get bit by a vampire. It's probably temporary. And you also can intuit that if that happened to her, it's probably what happened to you. Uh... Olides is now much more concerned about what happened to Luna and has, like, grabbed her and is looking at her neck, trying to see, like, did the armor do this to you? (laughs) No. I don't know how it happened. I tried to bite him and it didn't let me. (laughs) Hmm. I think I'll let it slide for now, but I'm watching you. You better watch me. Who knows what I'll do. (laughs) Yeah, you better watch out. You better not cry. Because <laughs> he's a Santa. I know, I know. You have yet to actually start exploring the second floor. There are many, many doors. Jean uh, approaches the one on the far left of the way we came up. All right, you find an empty bedroom. It looks like it belongs to a child... Uh, looks like, based on the decorations and the things that have not been looted, probably a young boy between the ages of, like, 10 and 15. So nothing uh, of valuable interest? Uh, you need to roll an investigation check for that. I've described oh, it certainly. Let's see how we do here. Uh, 19 total. Uh, 19 total, you find... Uh, there's a couple of antique-looking toys that passed up that didn't look valuable. Uh, because you have a keen eye, you can tell these things are probably fetched, like, between 20 and 30 gold each. Yeah, sure, they'll go into the, uh, give it a sack. <laughs> still not bad. Sack of stuff. Yeah. Like, that's that's yeah. still more than, like, a peasant season a year. Yeah. Yeah, like, these are nice, rich yeah. kid toys. Rook just wants to investigate all the doors. Like, does any door look different than the other doors? Roll investigation to see if the end you can spot any doors is different. Alrighty. I rolled 17 total. 
the 17 total, you find that the uh, about one door down and across the way from the one Jin checked is a door that is uh, got decorations around the edges. It looks like it probably is going to lead you to the master bedroom. All righty, let's check out. Let's check it out, right? Go and let's go through the fancy door. You open the fancy door, and as the door opens, weapon of warning makes a very short. Oh come noise. on, man! <laughs> How do I keep doing this? And three ghosts fly out from inside of the master bedroom, and they are and uh, they pass their bodies through. Uh, they actually do not go for uh, all of these or for Luna, but uh, two of them. One of them tries to possess Rook, and two of them try to possess Jin. So. Rook, please make a wisdom saving throw. Jin, please make two oh wisdom saving throws. My oh my lord. My crowded. Oh no. So. I got 15. Ooh, that's good. I'm worried. Ooh, that's bad. Uh, I got a 17 and a 5. Alright, so with a 5, you are definitely possessed. Uh, Rook, what did you roll? 15 total. The DC was 15. You're fine. Oh my god. Uh, Jin, you lose control of your body. Uh, you feel your head spin 360 degrees as you spew acid from every direction. Oh my god. Saving that. Yep, so I need everybody who is near Jin to make a dexterity saving throw. That's right. I'm fine. <laughs> No, I rolled a 19, but I have plus 6 on dexterity saving a throw. Okay, Okay, awesome. Such confidence, I was like, I want a wild magic trick. (laughs) Yeah, I did pretty pretty good, too. Uh, 25 total. I'm still going real low. 15. Uh, You see, was 15. So everyone avoids the acid damage. You watch it just burns random, like, blind patterns in the walls. And on my shield. Oh, no. Yes, and on your shield. How do you get rid of this stuff? Roll religion. You, oh, Rook definitely doesn't know. Do you, do you <laughs> think it's a disease or poison? You've studied religion, and I would say even without rolling, you know it's not that it's possession. Possession is not a disease Damn. Can I roll religion anyway? Yes, you can. God, okay. Everything with <laughs> intelligence is so goddamn high, and it's not supposed to be. <laughs> no, it's fine. I was trying to get low. Alright, what, right, what did you get for your religion check? Or seventeen. Alright, with a fifteen. Seven oh and the seventeen, which is even better. Uh, you know that possession, uh, they the person that's hosting the ghost will be able to try fighting it off. Uh, but if you are a religious class, you do have the ability to try and exercise the spirit. So you could try rolling another religion check to try and exercise the ghost from inside chain Okay. All of these is gonna get get right next to Jin, kind of kneel down on one leg, put his hands together and bow in prayer. Dear Santa <laughs> Please free my friend Jin from this horrid possession. He is he is a very nice person and does not deserve this. Thank you very much. Thirteen. <laughs> that was not the DC. Uh, Jin is still possessed, and the other two ghosts, uh, they are, we are now going to re-enter initiative order. Uh, Luna went last time, so uh, Jin is going to be up first, back in initiative order. 
Uh, he's going to just launch the acid as an attack. So, uh, do, do you do me a favor and just roll a melee attack for me? Uh, you got it. I rolled a two plus five. Rook narrowly dodges a blast of acid that just blasts a hole in the wall. Damn. Uh, but Jin, now you can make another wisdom saving throw if this is your turn. Oh, great. 19 on the wisdom save. Alright, you uh, violently convulse as you expel the ghosts from your body. And now there are just three ghosts in the hallway across from the wall. Excellent, excellent. I'm just going to dab the corners of my mouth real quick. <laughs> Apologize. <laughs> yes. Dust myself off. Recompose. Right, so the ghosts are now up. And what they are going to do, uh, they cannot possess somebody who's recently been possessed, so Jin is fine. And they won't possess someone who's undead, so two would be fine. <laughs> quick, bite Rook. Bite Rook. <laughs> 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 I, I, no... Uh, so, one of the ghosts is going to fly up to Jin, annoyed that it got expelled, and it's going to use his withering touch attack. Ew. Does a 12 <laughs> hit you? No, it doesn't. Alright. Second ghost is going to try withering touch attack. This time on, uh, on Luna. Does a 23 hit you? Yeah. Yeah, it does. You're going to take 16 necrotic damage. Oh my damage. god, what? What the hell? Wow. Okay. I'm down to 20. Do these ghosts happen to have, like, any faces or features? I mean, they do, but there's nothing recognizable. They're not the ghosts of the Adams family. Oh, oh okay. Cool. Yeah. I was going to call dibs on Wednesday. <laughs> these are just three ghosts. Probably people who got killed at the house trying to loot it. The third ghost is going to attempt to possess Rook again. Uh, Rook, make a wisdom saving throw. I will. <laughs> Let's see what happens. That was some luck the first time. Okay. Doo -doo -doo. I got a 12. As that, uh, th is Holidays' aura up? I believe you get like plus yeah, five. Yeah, plus five. Is that right? Okay, then it would be 17. Alright. The ghost fountain flies through you and comes back out the other side. It did not successfully possess you. Okay. Alides, you are up. I'm gonna... I want to go after the one that was inside my friend. That I've known for all of five minutes. <laughs> so we know, I know, remember, you have a feat that lets you know whether people are naughty or nice. So I, I do. You know I do. Nice. Well, mostly nice, because he is a thief. Oh yeah, you know what? Let's do that. Who's who's pinged my my like naughty or nice radar? So because Rook and Jin are thieves, they lean slightly towards naughty. Uh, Luna, would you describe your character as naughty or nice? Um, I don't think she's naughty. She was not even able to say the f word earlier. <laughs> she she pings is very nice. The ghosts are very naughty. Luna is the nicest vampire that. Uh, that all of these has ever seen. <laughs> I mean, that's that's so sweet of you. I'm I'm an accidental vampire. It's not. I didn't want to be like this. I'm not gonna dwell on that. <laughs> I'm gonna go after the one that possessed my naughty friend. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what does Moon Touch do? I've completely forgot. It was just light. 
whatever. Uh, it, it glows. It accounts as a magical weapon for damage okay. purposes. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go after the the one that was in Jen. God damn it, ten doesn't hit. Ten narrow and a fourteen. Hit. Okay, I'm also gonna smite with a second level slot. It is undead, so you get that extra yes. D8. God, I'm rolling really high on a lot of these. Thirty. Hmm. 30, 32 total. Alright, this ghost looks pretty bad. It looks like you hit it with his weakness. Yeah, almost. <laughs> Alright, that goes back to Luna. I wanted to cast Shatter on uh, each creature which it, with a 10 foot radius sphere centered on that point. Where are the ghosts? Uh, the ghosts are pretty much directly across you all from the hallway. Like, right, right. Like, imagine that the, you're on one side, the ghosts are on the other. Okay. Like, they're literally just in front of you in the hallway in front of the master. All right, so they're all together and. They are, and all of these, you will not be able to avoid all of these because all of these was in melee movement, so you'd probably risk hitting all of these. Oh. All of these is a big boy with good AC and. and yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, that's what I'm, I'm thinking. I'm good. So yeah, I'll cast Shatter on these naughty little ghosts that are uh, being bad. The DC is... Uh, what's my DC? 14. Uh, and uh, what type of save is it? Uh, it is a constitution save. Alright, 15 will pass for the first one, but I believe you said it was 14. Yep, the DC is 14. 7 will fail. Three will fail, so two of them failed the save. Alright, so uh, it's 3d8 thunder damage on a failed save and half as much damage on a successful one. Ooh. Right. And then all of these, what did you roll? 12. Uh, you won. Alright, so I'm gonna roll my 3d8s. Oh boy, okay, that's a lot of damage. So it's 18 thunder damage. Alright. The ghost holidays tonight. Go on. All right. <clears throat> the other two not looking good. Cool. And how's how's holidays? Uh, all of these is fine. All right. I'm gonna be like, oh, so sorry. <laughs> he like clasps over his ears as they ring horribly. I I am done. All right, uh, Jin, you are up. There are two ghosts that look about slightly better than bloody and uh yeah all right i'm just gonna uh my sword counts as magical so i'm just going to uh just engage um i'll try to uh get on the side of them so i'm not more or less between them not like it matters for ethereal creatures but whatever uh yeah so i'm just going to uh slash with the the rapier drive a stab here uh total 14 that'll hit all of these is right there, so you do get sneak attack. Oh, fantastic. Uh, a total of 15, then, with sneak attack. Alright, it takes it. It's looking pretty bad. And uh, really quick, Davey, something we forgot about, you had that ethereal effect before you became a vampire. So, like, let's say the, you should have been able to use it to dodge being hit by one of those early attacks. So why don't you keep yourself back like 10 Oh, 15. thank you. 
because I just realized I should remind you you had that, and I did not. That's very kind. I go back to 30. That effect is no longer yeah, happening. Yeah. You would have dodged like something early on, so it has been placed being a vampire. <laughs> All right, Rook, you are up. Um, I'm sorry. Maybe I got a little bit lost. Who is left? There is one ghost that looks pretty bad, and one ghost that looks like it's slightly better than half health. Okay, and. Just so I could be... I mean, I was just getting a little bit confused. Can I just hit it? Or is it one of those things where... Because I only have, like, melee weapons. That I, like, am I useless right now? Uh, useless would not be the correct term. <laughs> what you know about ghosts from hanging out with your friend the Necromancer? Yes. Uh, they do often resist... Or are immune to damage. And you You're guessing right. that it probably resists damage, so you can do damage, but it probably be halved. I see what you're saying. So I know we've done this before. Okay, so uh, first thing I'm gonna do is say, does anyone need healing? I have some health potions. I can hook you up. Say it quick. Yes, I could do some. All right, so I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and stealthily make my way to Jin and pass real quick. A health potion. Thank you very much. Right. And I'm gonna just um, keep my distance and um, keep my eye on the fight. Alright, we're going to say it was just your bonus action to hand him a potion since you did not need it to him if you'd like to use an action or something else. Okay, if I can, yeah, if I can just do that, then I will, you know what, I'll just shoot at it, you know. I'm good at that. I'll shoot at it. 20 total. Uh, that will hit. The piercing damage will be halved, but your sneak attack damage is not. It does not resist sneak attack. Oh, so. cool. Nice. Alrighty. So that's gonna be... Oops. 11 total damage. I'm oh, sorry, sorry. Halved is gonna be 5 total damage. Uh, only the piercing damage is halved. Oh, I got you, I got you. Sorry. So that's gonna be So whatever, one, you, whatever uh, that very first die is, is halved. So, ten. It's gonna be ten. Ten damage. <laughs> there we go. Alright. That ghost is looking really shabby. But not done. The arrow flies through it, and it looks very angry that you did that. Now the ghost is up. Uh, both the ghosts are going to fly up to, uh... Oh, no. Ollie's already in melee with them. Uh, two withering touches on Ollie's. Does it no, it does not. Alright. Does it... No, nine does not hit you. Alright, so that was the ghosts. Oh, I almost forgot I need to roll to see whether or not, because uh, Danny, Danny, you got the spell last turn, right? I did. Davey. I Davey. casted Shatter. Did not trigger wild magic, and I also did not check to see whether or not Ollie's the Shield of Faith did. Did not trigger wild magic. Do you mean, like, what it does in general, or just if it triggered wild? No, I, it just, just to make sure to check wild magic, I'm okay, doing my right. accounting. So... That is the baddie's turn. Ologies, you are up. There is one ghost that looks like it's got almost no HP left, and there's one that looks relatively healthy. Well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna smack around at the at the one that that I've almost taken out. God damn it! Eleven. Eleven is the AC. And, and an eight. Oh my god! What is up with these rolls? Well, no. I did hit with hit the, 11? the eleven. Okay, I'm sorry. Yep. 
five. Five damage. Five is enough. That one's gone. Now, we're going to go ahead and say that eight you rolled was your attack on the other yeah. one. It missed. Womp womp. Uh, Luna, you are up. So there's one left? Is that what I... One left? It looks It looks like it's on the better side of bloodied. Okay. I'll just try to slash him. I won't cast any spell. Try to hit him with my rapier. Man, it's an at one. Alright, natural one, you do miss. Please roll me two D100. Oh no! Alright. 45 and 29. Uh, Jin, you find yourself confronted with your greatest fear. You watch as green slime forms in the walls, dripping and congealing behind you all, and forms into an ooze. Yeah, it's gross. The ooze is now part of the initiative order. Oh, gosh darn. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Yeah, I'll do a bonus action bardic inspiration on... Um, I think it's Jin who's uh, after me. Yeah, yes. you're inspired, my dear. Ooh, thank you very much. You're welcome. All right, uh, it's Jin's turn. Jin, your greatest fear is before you. How do you react? Um, vilely disgusted. Let's see. But if it's not actually uh, causing any fear effects, I am going to do my best to rid this world of this creature and uh, engage. Alright, it is in close proximity to your allies, so you can get sneak attack on it. Oh, wonderful. Let's see how we do here. Advantage. That's not good. Let's try the second one. Oh, oh, nat 20. Alright, well, the nat 20 and this thing's challenge rating, you probably kill it. Go ahead and roll your damage. Oh, boy. A total of 22. That's exactly how much health the news has. <laughs> Lovely. Alright, roll me two D100, please. So satisfying. A 65 and a 25. Alright, so I wanted to let you know both these options are bad. We're going to give you the last bad one. Lovely. The shadows themselves seem to come alive, lashing out at you all like tentacles. Everyone make a dexterity save on the I'm not near anyone anymore. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay. I have 23. Okay. 23. Davey is fine. I got 25 total. Also fine. 23. You dodged the shadows as well. All these has your I have an important question. Uh, because it, it matters <laughs> for Shieldmaster. Is this an area of effect attack, or is it like separate things for each of us that we're saving against? Uh, okay, then it is a 16. Alright, 16. 16 passes. You all successfully dodged the shadows binding you to the walls. Oh boy. And the shadows just go back to being normal shadows. Jim, is there anything else on your turn? Uh, I'm going to flick all of the slime off my rapier against the walls. Alright, you do that. The rapier has made slime all over the walls. Ugh. Rook, Rook, you were up. There is one relatively damaged ghost left. Alrighty, let's see if I can let's see if I can do something to it. 1d20 plus thingy. I'm shooting at it. Sorry. 
a 25. 25 definitely hits. And... There's someone in the middle of this thing, so you go ahead and enjoy your sneak attack. Whew! That's a 12. Uh, wait a minute. And then one of those is half. So it's 11 total. And that's and so how's he doing? It is now on the correct side of bloody design. <laughs> okay, <laughs> yay! <laughs> okay, so yeah, I'm gonna take my my second shot. This will all just be it's just piercing damage. Ugh. one. I rolled a right, one. You miss. So go ahead and roll two demon hunter. Obviously, you do not hit. Uh, Thirty and thirty-one. Time itself seems to stop, except for you, Luna. You are confronted by a tall, hooded figure carrying a scythe. It holds out a skeletal hand towards you, as if you're waiting for you to grasp it. Your time has come. <laughs> Wait, so that's happening to Luna? Yes. Uh, the, you Basically, you got the result. Luna faces her greatest fear. Oh, no. Which is death. Uncool. Is this visible to everyone? For the moment, everyone else, the old time itself has stopped except for Luna and okay. the Grim Reaper here. What? <laughs> well, shit. <laughs> Luna is shaking. <laughs> I'm not really sure what to do here. <laughs> I'm petrified, basically. Will you come with me willingly, or do I have to force you to come? I mean, I'm already undead. How 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 does that work now? It's an interesting point. Roll persuasion. <laughs> All right, I rolled a thirteen, but I have a plus nine, so that's nineteen. Checks out. I don't handle undead, so you're good. Uh, have a great day. And he dismisses himself. <laughs> <laughs> what? Love it. <laughs> I need a cigarette. Okay. Oh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So that was Rook's turn. Uh, the ghost is up, and the ghost is going to go after all of these again. Actually, you know, it's going to use its horrifying visage. Each non-undead creature, so it's just Rook and Jin, has to make a wisdom saving throw or be frightened for one minute. Oh. Well, okay. Wisdom. Take take plus five. If you're near me. Oh, oh, wow. I got 24. Uh, 17. You're both fine. <laughs> We're so not scared. Yep, and because you passed that, the horrifying visage will not work on you for the next 24 hours, so the ghost used its entire turn to go ooga booga booga. <laughs> I love it. Alright, and now we're back to Luna. No, actually, no, back to Ollie's, I'm sorry. Oh god, how is this one still up? Because Rook didn't Rook sneak attack damage is the only thing it didn't resist. That's fine. Around. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna smite it. I guess I should see if I hit first. <laughs> yeah, you have to hit first unless you're using a smite no, spell. No, I do not have any smite smells. <laughs> uh, seventeen for the first hit. Uh, that will hit nine damage. Is that before the smite? I'm or you I'm gonna smite? fish for a crit. I'm gonna use it on the second one. All right. So the nine will not kill it. Uh, 23. That is another nine. 23 will hit. And oh, that okay. will kill it without the swing. You've dispelled the ghost. Woo! 
All right. So looking in the master bedroom, you see uh, what appears to be a locked jewelry cabinet. Oh, boy. Anything else going on? Yes, you see what appears to be an already triggered trap. Three bodies of three burglars who were trying to pick that lock triggered the trap and included killed those of the ghosts who just robbed. Oh. Uh, further inspection tells you that the trap has been sprung and hasn't been reset. Okay. Anything on their bodies? Uh, you find a set. You find several sets of thieves' tools. Eh. Uh, some some more silverware, sure. Oh. Mm-hmm. Neato. And you find some minor baubles that they had pillaged before you got here. Neato. <laughs> Put it in the bag. Right, would you like to try the lock on the jewelry box? Can I uh, assist or like aid? Yeah, sure. Uh, one, right. one of you roll with advantage. Yeah, go for it. Thanks. Alrighty. Thank you. Damn, I got up to 29. Holy smokes. Uh, yeah. The 29, you just very deftly flick the jewelry box open. Uh, you find a collection of rings and necklaces and bracelets. Uh, you estimate it's probably worth five, six hundred gold. Dump it in the bag. And if you guys want to roll, the rest of these rooms are mostly guest rooms. Uh, I'll tell you right now, there's nothing anything valuable in the rest of them. Uh, the only thing left to explore that you've seen is the attic. Let's do it. All right, you go in the attic and you see dust-covered boxes and chests. Some of them look like they've been picked through. Uh, Taylor, why don't everybody just give me an investigation check for this one large area? Okay. I got 21 total. Fucking Christ. 17. 16. Uh, 25. Sorry. <laughs> With 25 and 21, Rook and Jin, uh, you find a handful of things that are uh, nooks and crannies that look valuable just... Uh, small antiques that, again, someone with less trained eyes than yours would have not realized were valuable. Mm-hmm. Uh, easily stuffed in your bag, worth a couple, couple hundred gold each. And what you also find is, uh, you find towards the back of the attic, a panel. Uh, it would have been a trap, but you caught it in time because you had high investigation and you have a weapon of warning. So, uh, you find a trap door that goes to a chute that looks like it goes all the way down it, like peering down at it, it looks like it might go all the way down to the basement, which you've not seen an entrance for yet. Oh, ooh. Do you think we should actually go down here? Might be messed up. Um. What if we just took the stairs and then found out where it matched up? Yeah, I got you on that. I, I, I. Can I see anything? down there? Like, uh, dark vision or anything like that? So. Oh, you have dark vision? Okay, so at the bottom you see a, uh, what appears to be like a, uh, you see that there's a curve to it, so you wouldn't just be a straight drop, you wouldn't fall four stories and take fall damage. Mm-hmm. It's almost like they installed a slide <laughs> that goes down, and that's not because the Adam Family intro in the cartoon had a slide at all. <laughs> and you see it just deposits you Cleanly in the basement, at the bottom of the cellar. Uh, you don't see anything that immediately looks dangerous down there, at least in the part you can see. And your weapon of warning is not telling you. Besides the fact it told you that you could fall, once you were in the trap, it stopped warning you. It's just like, hey, don't accidentally fall there. Oh, I just kind of shrug. It's like, well, it's up to you. I have. A I mean, I can cast levitation. No, mm-hmm. not levitation. Featherfall. So we could like try to go down and 
Yeah, I can use it in reaction. So that could work. We wouldn't fall accidentally, right? <laughs> mm -hmm. He's kind of peering down it. Uh, Elodie, what do you think? I think I could make it. <laughs> and he jumps. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> All right, all of these goes down first. Goes down the slide. Uh, does anyone follow all of these, or should I give all of these description of what? I'll I'll, I'll follow. I'll yeah. follow. Who knows what Ali will do on his own? <laughs> <laughs> he needs constant supervision. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, let's all jump down there right. then. Oh, Jean's kind of like the last one to jump and just kind of like looking around. Uh, he's going to listen. Alright. So you all get down there and uh, what you see is just general, like, you see, like, wine racks that have been stripped clean of the wine. Uh, you do see a vault door, and you also see it's been overgrown with moss. And you don't even need the weapon warning to tell you this. You see a pile of skeletons next to the pile of moss. It looks like the people who are smart enough to find this vault did not survive trying to raid it. But there is a big vault door. It looks like it's probably the mother load you've been looking for in this house. Okay, because since we keep running into stuff, I'm going to use one of my divine sense. That moss is super naughty. Not, not that one. Not the the, the, <laughs> the paladin one, not the background. Uh, okay, fine. The moss is undead. <laughs> the moss is undead. The moss is undead. Okay. How? What? That's very interesting. How's that possible? Uh, roll a nature check. Okay. Ten. Is that a, Yeah, ten. Or the ten, you know the DM thought it was undead and then pulled up the staff lock and saw it counts as a plant. <laughs> <laughs> cool. The DM's only ever fought this in a room full of zombies and assumed it was also a zombie. Oh, you gotta, you gotta keep going. You gotta yes and even yourself. Yeah, the moss is undead. This is why. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh god, the temptation to just use fine steed and have it eat the moss. <laughs> <laughs> just have it chew the cut and I'll wait for <laughs> I don't know, who's got fire? Do I have fire? This is an old house. We are in the basement. Yeah, it smells very strongly of mildew down here. I don't have fire. Actually, legit, do have oil and a flint. I have oil. Yeah, we could set that on fire if we wanted. Oh, I have. Why do I have this? I have incense. I'm gonna burn it so that it doesn't smell bad anymore. <laughs> hey, now we're talking. That's All so right. thoughtful. Are Are you burning the incense and like throwing the burning incense at the the mountain uh, moss, or are you just like making? No, I'm it just making like it that? smell nice. I'm gonna like put some of the the. I don't know what they're called. The, the little, like, bits that you burn. I'm just going to kind of place them around the room. Okay. All right, so it now smells like mildew and incense <laughs> Good. here. Exactly. <laughs> just as planned. Is anybody doing anything to the moss, or does anyone else like to attempt a nature check to identify the moss? Uh, I'll do a check. Ooh, total of 19. Nice. All right, with a 19... Uh, you recognize this as a shambling mound 
it appears to be moss, but it's actually a uh, semi-sentient plant. In this case, probably used to protect the vault by the Adams family. It's probably trained or controlled the magical object that's long since gone from the area, and it's probably there specifically to keep people from getting into the vault. I attack. <laughs> Alright, roll an attack on the moss. Alright. Cut it. 16, 22 total. Nice. Alright, that will hit. Uh, damage of 6. Alright, 6. It takes it. It looks mildly annoying. I'm trying to see if it will shape itself and reveal its true nature. Matter of fact, it will. Before we go into initiative, it's going to respond to you by using its engulf ability. Uh, so I need you to make a DC 4. Oh, no, actually, hold on a second. This just happens. Uh, yeah, so it engulfs you as you try mailing it, and it's going to grapple you. You are inside of it, blind, restrained, unable to breathe. Uh, on your next turn, you will make a DC 14 constitution saving throw to try and escape, or you'll take 13 bludgeoning damage. Oh, this is not a. Okay, sure. It, it just happens. Okay. <laughs> That's what it says. It doesn't attack. It doesn't give you a saving throw. It's just you're in range and it can. Oh, I have to grapple it first. That's what it grapples by it. So it's going to make a grapple check. Uh, cool. That will be contested to my acrobatics. All right. It rolled a 10. Uh, let's see how we do here. I still have inspiration. I don't think I'm going to need it. 16. I'm going to handspring away. Exactly. So it tries grabbing you. It fails. Ayo. We resume initiative order. Be careful with this one. We're going to go ahead and say, Rook, you can go because Jin and the the, uh, thing just went. Sure thing. Alrighty. I'm going to get behind one of them dusty... Wait a minute, no, that's in the attic. Wait a minute, is there any, like, crates or, like, anything there, down here? Yeah, oh, yeah, no, there, yeah, there's, like, tons of dusty crates and stuff. It's all just been picked through wine racks. I am hiding. Very similar basements and attics. I'm going to hide behind a wine rack. I'm going to point my bow right between, you know, right in the little empty slot where the bottles used to be. I'm going to shoot at the mound. All right. Are you doing bonus action hide, or are you just positioning yourself to get cover? I'm a bonus action hide. Alright, roll a stacks check to see how well you hide. Okay, yeah, let's see it, let's see it. Total of 24. Yep, that beast, this thing's passive perception. He can't see. I love rogues, oh my god. <laughs> right? <laughs> so, <fun. laughs> so roll your John Cena oh, sneak attack. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh no, though, but I did roll an 11 for my attack. Did that would be uh, if you were hidden, you have advantage. Oh, nice. Shoot, I keep forgetting about things like that. Okay, here we go. 20. 20 will hit. Okay. And because you were hidden, you get sneak attack. Woo, woo, woo. And that is a 17 total. Alright, it takes it. That's about it for me. Alright, and then we have, we're going to skip the uh, moss because I gave it its turn as a reaction. So, all of these, you were up. Olides is going to point at the moss and just with with a with a sort of commanding presence and just leave as I cast command. Alright, what it save is, is that? A... 
Wisdom 16. I just think I have plus zero wisdom to this ghost. And from 13, the moss just goes, eh, shrugs, plays out shoulders, and just kind of shambles away out the door of the cellar to the ground. Okay, everybody take opportunity attacks. (laughs) (laughs) Sure. Okay. Okay. Yeah, actually, you can have two attacks if you want to hit it. It The command command only lasts six seconds. Everybody kill it. Okay. I rolled a 18. Oh my god. With my ease. Our 18 will hit. Try to slash it. Oh! Max damage. It's 11. Nice. Yeah, 11. Alright, and then Rook, how about you? 16. Uh, 16 will hit. Oh, okay. Here we go, here we go, here we go. 1D thingy plus thingy, and that's a 10. Alright, takes it. And then Jin? I have a 23. Nice. That will hit. And uh, I can sneak attack on this? Yes, because you did not use your sneak attack for the round yet. Cool. Cool, 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 cool. 23 damage. Sick. Takes it. So yeah, maybe if you can imagine, like it starts to turn around, and I'm just recovering from that flip I did. Just like the edge of my rapier just scrapes along the ground and just goes right through Ooh. this thing. All right, so it goes outside. It is outside the cellar. Uh, Luna, you're up at the top of the order. The mound is outside the cellar entrance now. What is uh? I you were breaking up. What was outside of the cellar? The, the moss monster went outside of the cellar based on the command it was given. It just ignored all the opportunity attacks and continued leaving. It is now standing at the top of the cellar stairs to the outside entrance to the cellar. But the vault is completely uncovered. Cool. Well, I'm not very good at opening things, but I can try. I can try to open the vault. Alright, roll a sleight of hand to try opening the ball. It's basically the same thing as doing the safe before we're uh-huh. so. So I rolled a 7 plus 9. It's. I think it's 15. That's not gonna do it. Uh, you get a couple clicks and then nothing. Gotta keep practicing. Uh, that's your action. You still have your bonus action if you want. Bonus action. I think I'll give out another bardic inspiration to one of the rogues that want to try opening the vault. Alright, uh, Jin is next in turn order. Do you still have the uh, the bonus? Oh, you do? I do. Oh, okay. I, I won't give it then. Yep. I'll keep it for uh, right. later purposes. Cool. Alright, Jin, you are up. Alright. So let's see. Yeah, let's just give it a shot. Tuck my rapier under my arm real quick. I guess this would also count as my uh, cunning action. Oh, yeah, because you guys have a feature. No, oh, it's fast hands. Yeah, there you go. Yep, so you, yeah, yeah, so you can use your cunning action instead of having to actually use your action for this. Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Four. Uh, 20, flat. Uh, 20 will do it. Nice. Uh, okay. Open up the uh, locks, open up the vault, and you see a mountain of gold and jewels. Uh, you estimate based on the value of the things you've accumulated already, and 
uh, the bounty loot here, based on your debt, and assuming that Luna has a similar debt, uh, the two of you will probably be able to pay off your debt to Felix, and Felix will probably let you keep some of the treasure extra. Heck yeah! Alright then. Is there anything else in the vault that we can see? Uh, just the golden jewels, and you know what? There's some healing <gasps> potions. Take the potions. <laughs> oh, are we still on initiative? Uh, you are. The mound is guarding your only exit. Gotcha. Unless you want to try crawling back up the slide. Uh, for my action, I'll drink that potion that uh, I was given earlier. Alright. Uh, is that like the D8? I don't remember. Uh, it's just a standard healing potion, right? Brother? Yeah, exactly. So it should be a D4 plus 4. Gotcha. Thank you. Six. Uh, I will step backwards. Alright, that was Jin's turn. Rook, it is your turn. You see the potions of the vault if you need them. Uh, the Shambling Mound is guarding the only way out you have besides trying to crawl up that slide for three stories. I could probably do it by myself, which would be kind <laughs> of a... I have a Later, grappling losers. hook and rope. Everyone want to climb up? I'll do it. <laughs> sure. Okay, I'm gonna try and throw the grappling hook attached to the rope up the uh, chute that we dropped down to see if we can get back up that way. Alright, we're gonna go ahead and say that sleight of hand. Okay. Let's <laughs> see if... There's not another relevant skill I can think of for it. Right? I don't know. It's <laughs> a cool idea. So wait, how high is it? Uh, three stories, oh, but you get the impression you could probably catch onto some of the wirework supporting the slide. You don't necessarily have to get up all three stories. Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. Because otherwise, I could I could climb up, but never mind. I'll just I'll try and throw this up. Eighteen total. Oh yeah, with an eighteen, you absolutely do it. Huh? So the grappling hook gets you close enough. At the very least, you'd be able to make it the rest of the way up the slide, no problem. Here's the fun thing. It's a DC-5 acrobatics check to climb a rope. Okay. okay. So everybody roll acrobatics needing a 5 or higher in order to successfully ascend the rope. Okay. Alright, I got 13. Rook is fine. Rook breaks to the top. <laughs> I rolled a 3. I have a 6. <laughs> <laughs> nice! Nice! I rolled an 8. Acrobatics? Acrobatics? I rolled a 11 because I have plus 3. Nice. All right, holidays. How do you? I got an eighteen rope? to go back up the rope. Ooh, holiday! All right. Yep, everyone aced a DC five check. Ooh, Ooh almost. <laughs> uh, because you've removed all the other barriers in the house, the Chamberlain Mountain is in the back. You have no trouble going out the front door. Woo! And Felix is there waiting for you with his hand out for the money. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Of course. <laughs> Oh, thank you. I appreciate you doing all that hard work. Consider your debt to me repaid. Here, you each have something for trouble, and he gives uh, Luna and Jin each one of the gems. And he says, uh, Rook, hmm. come back to me later, uh, and I will have something special for you for helping them out. And that is code for when you return to the main campaign. <laughs> Mind Kenny, Felix gave you something here right now. Okay. Uh, that's, that's Rook's real response. <laughs> uh, Jin's gonna uh, 
flip his uh, gem to Rook and say, yeah, keep, keep it up, you're doing great. Uh, thanks. Uh, Rook now has a gem worth about 100 gold. Thick. <laughs> Not upset. I'm still wondering if I, if I, how long I'm going to keep being a vampire. <laughs> Funny you mention that. As you <laughs> finish talking to Felix, you hear a clock tower out somewhere in Waterdeep gong 12 times. And at the stroke of midnight, all of the wild magic effects end. You are no longer a vampire. All of these is no longer in the <gasps> Cool. And with that, the grand rebel ends, and so does our episode. Wait, I want one. Wow. Oh, can I get one final thing? Absolutely. As After Felix like divvies out rewards... Holidays uh, replies to him. It is always a pleasure, but this place is still haunted, and there is still work to do. As Holidays charges back in to go and finish off the shambling mound, and then we can fade out. (laughs) 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 Sure. All right. So that was the Halloween special monster mash. Uh, Thank you very much to our guests, Davy and Matt, for joining us. Alright, thank you all for playing. Uh, happy Halloween. Yes, happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. Goodbye. <laughs> thank you for listening to our Halloween special. If you like what you heard, be sure to check out more episodes for a frightfully good time. As always, you can support the show by shopping with our sponsor, Dragon Master Games, for your TTRPG and collectible needs. Or buying your dice and dice accessories directly from our friends at Metallic Dice Games with our affiliate link and the code BARDROCK. Help scare up support for the show by following us on social media and sharing our content with your friends. And of course, we would find it monstrously helpful if you chose to support us on Ko-Fi. Happy Halloween! <laughs>